Would you rather um, live in a world where all presidential debates were conducted via battle rap or ultimate fighting? Oh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the What O Podcast, the show about anything, everything, and probably tacos, especially today, because we are talking with Gerald and Elena Flores uh, from their respective brands, Taco Gear and Sobonita. So we'll be talking about that side hustle life, talking about food, talking about culture. Uh, We end up talking about travel, hostels. Are they safe? Are they not? You'll just have to listen to find out. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you, What (laughs) <laughs> this is so this is the first like dual interview that I'm doing so I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> dual. There there will be some battles. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it was a fight to the death for sure. <laughs> we'll see we'll see who survives at the end of it. So for anyone who is not familiar with your brands, uh just give us kind of a quick overview of what you guys do and I'll let uh I'll let Elena start with her business. So so bonita. Um, so Bonita is a reflection of my uh, Mexican-American culture. I was raised on the border of Texas. And so the proximity to Mexico and uh, being able to be both American and have uh, Mexican ties to the border town, um, th- it's pretty much a reflection of my life in that way. Uh, the color, the foods, the, the culture of, of being Tejana. And so... At the same time, empowering women, um, you know, part of the Chingona movement. So, and then I, I uh, started sewing, so I incorporate everything together and and like to make really pretty things that are colorful because I believe in living a colorful life. And um, I just love color, and I think so. Bonita is a reflection of that, and it it, it entails everything that I love about being South Texan and Mexican American. That's awesome. And Gerald, tell us tell us a little bit about Taco Gear. Uh, so Taco Gear is a brand that I started back in like the end of 2014, officially 2015, and uh, it started when I was um, I've been a graphic designer for gosh close to 15 years now, and a taco lover all my life, like so many people, because who isn't, right? <laughs> um, but I was I was actually looking for a shirt one day for me that I would wear that had something to do with tacos on it, and I couldn't find one um, that I would wear. There was two cheesy options at the time, so I started to um, just think about launching my own and I did and and I I posted it up on Instagram and um it just snowballed from there like a slow snowball but the brand just grew the community grew and I began having much more fun with the brand and it is entirely taco based the entire apparel brand is all revolving (laughs) around tacos which every time I say it out loud it sounds very strange but it's cool and it works and I love it for those of you who don't know who are listening, uh, Gerald and Elena have their own podcast called So Taco, where they talk about um, kind of side hustle life and their businesses and, and all of that stuff. So without giving too much away, because um, you guys both have full-time jobs and then you both have your side hustles, which I know can turn into full-time jobs at times. So tell, talk to us a little bit about, about what that's like. It's a great question. Uh, so the podcast that you did mention, we um, how long have we been doing that now? I don't know. I think we've only technically recorded about um, <clears throat> 24, 25 episodes. But um, I I came up with the idea. Elena did not want to do it. We've mentioned that on the podcast many <laughs> no, times. No, I didn't want to do it. I think she didn't want why to do it. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um, Tell everyone I was not. super hesitant because I think, I think you put yourself out there in a different in a different avenue for people to be very, I, I wasn't open to the criticism or mm. I don't want to say the haters. Cause I don't, I mean, that's, that's a stupid there word. There really is but. no other word, but tell me another word for hater though. It's, it's hard <laughs> Well, for bullshit. That's what I didn't want to put myself out yeah. there for. Like, you know, uh, cause I think already when you're a side hustler and you have this business, a, a side business, like I think you're already so vulnerable and you know, you start, People are so quick to just be ugly, and I just didn't. I didn't. 
I was really hesitant about that. Like I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to accept it or, or dissect those things. And luckily, uh, the feedback has been great. So yeah, I'm the only one that got called out on something. So <laughs> oh my god, and there was a whole episode about, it all about the that. Time. Um, but <laughs> um, so yeah, the so the podcast itself has been really fun. We didn't know what we we had no idea. We just wanted to try it. I just wanted to try it. Yeah. And I tried to structure the first season, but mainly it was like, what what wealth of information do we have in our heads about what we've been trying to do and how could any of that be beneficial to anyone who's, well, beneficial or entertaining to anyone who yeah. is thinking about starting something or currently has like a side hustle or a side gig and just needs to hear somebody else who's doing it too and sharing some of their thoughts and failures and ideas and, and all that stuff. So... That's how the first season was. And the second season, we kind of just wing every week. And we're just hoping that we figure something out to talk about that week. Um, but it's kind of working out. Something and it's happens. funny because something always happens. Yeah. We have like we, we have like two or three bullets. Whether it's like personal life or even like work life or yeah. hustle life. Like there's always something that happens. Good and bad. Right. But, for, but as far as, and you can speak on it too, Elena, in a second. But as far as... Kind of like the full-time gigs. Like, we both have two different, completely different full-time jobs. Um, yeah. I have mine, which is in the creative side of things. So I get to be creative during the day. And then as soon as I come home, I'm working on Taco Gear stuff. Or I'm working on So Bonita stuff, because I'm her designer as well. Mm-hmm. And um, then Thursdays, we Thursdays are for podcasting. We podcast on Thursdays. And then weekends are for the same thing. Like, working on both of our side gigs. Uh, we try to take breaks whenever we can, but we actually haven't taken breaks at all this I'm year. I'm tired. Like, I'm tired right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just been a like, I, and for me, because I've got a market coming up, um, an event coming up um, March 9th. And so whenever whenever I'm in that mindset of getting ready for a show, uh, it's like hustle every time you have an opportunity to work or so and, and create things. And so it catches up and you just get kind of winded, you know, you just get kind of tired and it's like, Oh shit, I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm ready for bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know? it's 6 PM. Just so you guys know if you're listening. <laughs> 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 so when you, and, and you mentioned, you know, the, the markets and things, cause you organize a lot yeah. of um, markets. So tell us a little bit about what those are. Um, so I started something called here in, in Corpus called Loca for local. And it's just, um, Promoting small business that's locally owned, but of course anybody is invited to vend if we have the space. Um, but it started off initially as a small business Saturday thing. Like I think I had like six vendors, and then no, no, no. It started off in summer as a one-time thing, and then we're like, oh, let's do small business Saturday. And so I did it. I contacted um, American Express, and then it just it just grew. And so now. This last Small Business Saturday was so successful, we decided to do it more often than just November. And so this is our first time doing the Loca for Local in spring, which is happening March 9th. And um, I don't even know when spring is, when the first day of spring, but I'm assuming. <laughs> well, it's spring break, so I'm assuming that's spring. Yeah, um, seasons don't really mean anything Yeah, in Texas. exactly, in Texas, <laughs> yeah. So... Um, it's been the it's been so cool just watching the growth of this market and then I just wanted to create a platform for people to come and vend and ironically it just turned out to be all women vendors, hmm. um, and I didn't it, it just worked out that way and, and there's some uh, couples that own businesses also that are vending but for the most part it's women and it's such a great um, organization that is embraced by the community and. Um, I like it. It's fun. And then, um, and then Gerald, I know that in, you know, in addition to, you know, Taco Gear stuff with your brand, you're currently filming uh, season two of the Taco Cheer. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about that. I know if people, if people follow you or me, they, they probably saw in the stories when you came up here, which was cool because we got to meet in person for the first time after yeah. knowing each other for a couple of years. Still need to meet Elena. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was fun. That was a lot of fun. The taco chair uh, came about. Basically, the concept is uh, I put people in a chair and we talk about their story, who they are, what they do. And they eat a taco in that chair for a little bit. And we talk about 
not only them, but tacos in general, the culture behind it, um, how they feel about tacos, all that stuff. Um, and guess we are in, in, in season two. Season one was actually um, kind of all like just slapped together in a way that um, was very, very sporadic. But um, I, uh, what is going on back there? <laughs> That's Alexa. Oh, our Alexa's going off. What's she saying? I don't know what she's saying. Yo, Alexa is shady as hell. Mine turns on all the time. I didn't say anything. I didn't, nothing. Sometimes the light doesn't come on, but you hear the speaker click on, and I was like, she is listening to me right now. <laughs> uh, no, uh-uh, I'll have to unplug it. Well, Not like, happening. we have our set to, I think we use ours mostly for lights. Mm. So, like, at night when we say, like, we say her name and then we say goodnight, and she, like, turns them off, sometimes I, like, do it real quiet. <laughs> And she could still hear me. And or I'm when like, Winnie's <laughs> yawning. Yeah, yeah. or I'm yawning. I'm like, Alexa, and I'm doing it. And she just listens. And I'm like, what? See, right mm, now, right crazy. now, when I just made fun of that, the one over there, way over there. Oh, she heard me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so yes, the taco chair. Um, it's been it's a lot of fun. Each episode I'm, I'm featuring, um, in season one, was just people here locally in Corpus Christi, uh, different artists, uh, some foodies. A comedian, just different people in general. I was trying to make it fun. And then in season two, I'm trying to elevate it a little bit production-wise and trying to travel more, and that's how I got to finally meet you, Wero, uh, which was awesome. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And yeah, pretty much every weekend until the end of April, I am out and about booking, I mean, filming uh, different talent. Matter of fact, this weekend, I have three back-to-back, um, which is wow. which is going to hurt. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable, like, how busy he is and then just how busy we are. And, and, like, we, we Gerald, like, does all the calendar stuff on his phone. But I'm a I'm a paper calendar type of girl. And so, okay. like, because I need to see it in front of me. That's how I – it's a tangible thing. Yeah. And when I was looking at the week, I was like, holy fuck, we are so busy. <laughs> like, I'm already tired from yeah. Sunday, like. You know what I mean? So like, just to, so not to go too crazy into it, but Friday, I'm taking off Friday from my day job. Friday morning, Friday all day, I'm filming um, a local painter here. His name's Joe Pena, and he actually has a he paints taco trucks. Like, oh, nice taco trucks, and well, he's an artist and he does all kinds of work. And his work is actually owned by Cheech Marin. Cheech has like over a dozen yeah. or more of his paintings, and then he has this whole taco truck series where. Like he, um, he said one day he was going to get his, his wife was pregnant and he was going to go get her. She had a craving for some tacos. So she was, he was going and he noticed that this truck was like by itself. There was no light around it at all. And the only light that was coming was uh, from it was the light from the inside. So he took Mm -hmm. a photo and he was like, I want to paint this. So he painted it. And, um, anyway, I'm filming him. And then Saturday I'm driving butt early (laughs) in the morning to Houston to go film, um, uh, master chef finalist. And then I'm staying the night, and then the next day I'm filming a photographer in Houston, and then I'm gonna come home. So that's that's probably the craziest one that I didn't mean to do it. It just happened. <laughs> uh, it's it was it was crazy trying to coordinate nine different shoots with like nine different people and trying to like one at a time lock in a date, yeah. but then like you can't lock them in, so they're floating. Yeah. And then you're floating with like four other people and it's like first come, first serve for the thing that you told them. You told them all almost like a, the same date. So anyway, it's been crazy, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I really enjoyed season one. I, I thought it was a lot of fun and it was cool just seeing all the different people that you interviewed and, and seeing kind of what what they do. Because I've never been to, to Corpus because in season one, it was all people in, in yeah. Corpus, yeah. right? Um, so that was kind of cool to get this, to get an idea a little bit more of kind of the culture down there and what different artists and, and chefs and different people are, are doing. So I thought it was a, it was fun. Plus like the interview format has got to be the best format ever. You get to eat tacos <laughs> while you're, you know, while you're doing your interview. So who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. Everyone's been real receptive to that. The only one that has been a little weird is, is, uh, the guy Friday, Joe, he was like, I don't know how interesting it's going to be if you're filming me eating a taco, but he's like real artistic. <laughs> So I was like, no, 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 it's not like that. Let me show you. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. I don't know if he thought I was just going to film him the whole time he's eating the taco and that's it, or he's answering questions while he's eating. That's funny. 
it, it is hard to like eat and talk at the same time. Oh yeah. I will say that I've, I like, especially when, cause usually when I meet people for the first time, cause I meet a, a ton of people like through Instagram or, or online and then eventually we'll meet up and it's usually over, you know, tacos. And so, which I love doing, but like my food gets cold because they start asking me these questions and I'm talking and I'm talking and I'm talking and I'm like, crap, like I'm so hungry. I'm like, so I'm like, tell me about you. Cause I'm starving. Like I really, I also want to know, but like, I need to stop talking now because I really need to eat. I think <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Happens. Did I notice that with, did that happen when we ate? I don't remember. I don't think so. Cause you were real hungry. Maybe. Plus like, I mean, we've, Already know each you other. You know, air quotes, known each other for <laughs> yeah, a couple true. of years. So that's it wasn't true. like a first meeting. A first date. Of like, it wasn't a first date. Know, first date. <laughs> Been on so many first dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Well, when uh, he got home from from visiting with you, like everything, like everything smelled. Like the minute I walked to his car to <laughs> unload stuff, like it just smelled of food. Yeah, like, yeah. It smelled so good. It just smelled like comida. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And uh, and what it was making fun of me for the gear that I brought. Oh yeah. For the, yeah, the he brought so I know. much I know. gear. I know. It was a literal SUV full. Yeah. Full <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. By the time we unloaded it in the living room. I was like, damn, this is so much stuff. Like, what's in all these boxes? <laughs> yep. Yep. And I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing I'd be like, oh, what's this for? And he's like, mm, I'm not ju- I don't know what's in that one. I, don't I think, open oh, damn, see. these are the Christmas decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have more camera gear than I do just stuff like in my closet. Oh, right my now. God. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. It's too much. But you never know when you're going to need it. That's true. You know, it's it is hard to find like that happy balance between because I know like for example like whenever I'm traveling just with like photo gear, I hate carrying it with me, but I also like really want to get you know badass pictures when I'm traveling. So it's always hard to find that you know happy medium of like, do I need to carry this lens with me because it weighs twenty pounds? <laughs> yeah. And then that one time when you want it, it's like, ah, should have brought it. Yeah, and you know, you know, what's funny is like if if you were to go like all the gear that I took to your house, if you were to if we were to go through all of it, I could legitimately give you a reason why I brought it all. And oh yeah, you know, you totally did because I was like, "What's this for? And what's this for? And why do you have this?" And <laughs> yeah. you, I mean, you had a reason. Yeah, but you, and, I, I, and I think I think I blame the tacos of Texas, those guys, <laughs> because when I was help when I went with them to help them, we had two suburbans full, like oh two suburbans full of gear. But every time we went to a spot where they were filming, they never knew what their situation was. So, mm, like, yeah. there was a moment where he was like, oh, wait, you're about to stack, like, all this. You're about to make the spindle, the um, the pastor um, spindle thing. There you go. You're about to make the trompo. Let me time lapse that. Oh, but you're, like, in a corner. Oh, well, let me mount something to the <laughs> ceiling above you to do that time lapse and not that I brought all yeah, that you for never you, know. you but just like never know. there was so much stuff that I that I saw them like the director and like the grips I saw them like grabbing to use for a shot that I'm like oh shit I see why you brought that like okay yeah. that, that makes sense <laughs> anyway I'm just justifying my hoarding but we're yeah. good <laughs> and it works you know so yeah you there know, you go. sometimes sometimes you do need it so mm-hmm. what are you gonna do but <laughs> Transitioning just a little bit, um, we were kind of talking super briefly about this before we started recording, but um, tell us a little bit about like what Texas culture is to you guys. So especially for people listening, you know, not in the state. Um, I know I have a lot of friends um, out of the country, and so what they kind of think is Texas culture, and then what they think like Mexican culture. Um, sometimes overlap, sometimes they're completely different, um, and and sometimes people think that they're you know one and the same. Uh, so for you guys, because I know kind of Texas culture is, is a big part of, especially your brand, Elena, uh, and bringing in kind of that the Mexican side and the Mexican influence into Texas culture. So talk to, talk to us a little bit about kind of what like Texas culture is to, to you guys. Um, for me, it, I think it's more, uh, uh, 
being raised on the border and, you know, um, neither here nor there type of mentality, you know, you're mm. just not, you're um, having uh, parents that speak both languages perfectly and then, um, you know, going across all the time for anything and everything from pediatricians to orthodontists to going to have dinner. That's what my life was on the border. And so um, I think there's a, a group of people that can relate or many people that can relate to that life. And so for me, Texas, the Texas culture is is reminiscent of that life, of that border life that I had. Um, I appreciated being both Mexican American and, and I, and I appreciated the proximity of having another country just steps away, um, from, and, and like I said, food is such a big influence in that culture and from, you know, tacos to, to sweetbreads and, and any type of food. So I, 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 that to me is the definition of Texas culture because that was my life. And I think Mm -hmm. there's a big group of people that can, um, understand that I, I don't know what it's like to be an east texas person or a north texas person I, I i have no idea all i know is the border life and it being 114 degrees in the summer and down <laughs> south you know and so that's that's the 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 stuff that i can relate to you know and texas is such a big state and so i mean it, it takes forever just to leave it when you're traveling um le- trying to go across the u.s and so I don't know what it's like to be, like I said, a Northern Texan. I know what it's like to be a South Texan and I know what it's like to be close to Mexico. And my brand reflects that. And, and people find that relatable and people find that authentic because I speak Tex-Mex and I speak Spanish and I speak English and I'm able to go across the border without any hesitation. And I'm able to go uh, visit my relatives without any hesitation. And because I still have family uh, across the border, um, so that I think that border town life was just something that played such a big role. And honestly, I didn't really appreciate it until I was so much older and and mm-hmm. further away from home because Corpus doesn't have that that culture that I'm used to. I think San Antonio and Austin maybe have a little bit more of that culture that I'm so used to, especially San Antonio. Um, but I, I think I, tr- I just try to bring that into So Bonita and... Um, I just love it. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I just went on and on and on. There's no wrong answers. What uh, What about your, when you say Corpus doesn't give you that culture, what do you mean by, like, what, what culture does it give you? Or what kind of? Uh, for me, I think Corpus is a different kind of culture. Like, I, with people, people my age in Corpus don't speak Spanish because hmm. they never grew up in that. Everybody my age back home speak Spanish because that's what you grew up in. The mentality of it in Corpus is a little different when, um, I, I, for example, I never saw an African-American or an Anglo-American in Eagle Pass while I was growing up. The only people that were white were Border Patrol agents and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't until I left for college and I was like, oh my God, there's all these different people. And, you know, <laughs> and like, it, you're, you're, it's a small town. And mm. um, so I think Corpus doesn't have the proximity to Mexico, I think plays such a big role in that. Mm. Um, because, okay. you know, the border, the, the crossing a bridge is so pivotal when you're a young person that's just soaking up these things and seeing different languages and seeing different foods and hearing people to speak different tongues. And it's like, Oh, okay. That's what it is. So, um, I gotcha. I, you know, like I, I, Gerald's parents have told us that uh, I have asked his parents, like, why didn't you speak Spanish to Gerald? And because they didn't want him or his, or his sibling to be embarrassed or not get in trouble in Mm. talking Spanish because you, that's what you did. Uh, Parents, didn't want to speak that and they wanted them to speak. I mean, because to speak Spanish was illegal for a long time in the state of Texas. And so, Mm. um, I think it's just different, different mindsets here. And it's, and, but I, I love it. I mean, I love living in Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi has been very good to me and it's been embraced me. And I met my husband here and, and my life is here. And, um, 
I see a movement of growth. I see a movement of community here. And I love being a part of that. And I just love adding a little bit of color. And that's and I, and I say that all the time, that So Bonita is just a reflection of my life, of my colorful life. And I just want to be a part of it here. So if I can leave my hometown of Eagle Pass and bring a little bit of that here, I'm good. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Take that to the bank, <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> okay, I'll take it to the credit union. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's interesting that that Elena talks about the border border town life because that is completely different from the way I grew up, which uh, Corpus Christi is pretty pretty far south, um, but it's known as you know kind of like a beach town. So it's got a huge variety yeah. of people. Um, first and foremost, like we all know how big <laughs> Texas is, like its own country, basically. Um, I mean, it might as well be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember talking to you, Wedo, and you were like. I've never been south of yeah. Texas. I've never. And it's funny because, like, it's so big. But, yeah, I mean. I some, won't drive to Dallas. That's too far. It took me, you know, six hours <laughs> to go, to go see mm-hmm. you, which was fine because I was jamming nice Like Austin, Waco, right there. That's my limit. But If you're going to Waco, yeah, so you, you might as Corpus well. Corpus is so yeah. far away. Like, uh, <laughs> it's faster for me to go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but for me, like I grew up here and one of the things like regard, even if, even though it's Corpus Christi and the, it's like a beach town kind of, and it's South Texas, um, Texas, Texas is Texas. And one of the things that I notice a lot when we leave this state and we are talking to other people or we're just even opening the doors for other people it's uh, the hospitality in Texas is real, like the whole. And I can say that about about the South, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but Texas hospitality is so is so noticeable when you leave it. Like when you leave it, mm-hmm. if you're from here and you go somewhere else, like it's it's hard to explain. But we're pretty awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think like like people people in other states that that are not probably um familiar with the diversity of texas relate to texas being synonymous with um cowboys like you know like cowboy hats and cowboy boots (laughs) and it's like it's so diverse i mean yes that there's a whole culture of that in texas and i completely acknowledge that sure but um we're so much more than that um i just the other day there's a there's a pizza place around the corner from us and i called i got i got a pizza to go pick up and I went to go pick it up, and I posted about this because I wasn't in any kind of a, I wasn't in a bad mood. I wasn't. I think I was in a productive mood, and then I left to go grab a pizza. So whatever mood that is, when you're pizza mood, pizza mood, pizza productive mood. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I um I got out of my car and I was walking down the sidewalk, and there was this gentleman, older gentleman, maybe like late fifties, with his significant other, whoever that was. And he, he had just a, like a baseball cap on, but he had a, sh- a button-up shirt tucked into his jeans, not even boots, just regular shoes. And we pass each other, and he tips his hat, and he says, howdy. And I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hi. But it made me smile, and it made me feel good. And I'm like, why did that make me feel so good? Oh, that's right, because Texans are awesome. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's a huge diversity here for me where I grew up in Corpus Christi and where I currently live. But uh, growing up, I mean, my uh, my best friend in like third grade was black, and I had white friends that were my best friends. I, I, had, I don't relate to that. At I, had, all. I mean, like I I didn't really. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying like I didn't see color or anything. But I guess when you're in third grade, you really don't. Yeah. Like. If mm-hmm. you're just friend, if your best friend is that and spending the night at each other's house and whatnot, um, so I had a pretty extensive experience with just different people and cultures and whatnot, and and that was that was me. But yeah, Texas is Texas is Texas. Everyone's friendly. There are guns everywhere. Yes, <laughs> um, and swords and trucks, and everyone's got knives in their back pockets and. All kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. But um, I, I think, <clears throat> like I talked about, the hospitality thing is huge. And the fact that there's, you know, so much history here, just like other states. But I just feel like Texas has got, I don't remember, I don't remember who said it, but I think Texans, Texans are like the proudest people, like of their state. Mm-hmm. I think they're, the love they, that Texans have for their state is pretty, like, well known. 
I mean, you can't really say that about like Vermont. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, like 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 the they shape great cheese though. They do, but like the shape of Texas is like really pretty. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. really you know pretty. What I mean? It's a like, pretty shape. Well, like I'm not gonna get like Illinois. On a shirt. See, I don't know that though. Like, like, is te- does Texas have? But an you, awesome... but will you be able to? Will people be able to recognize that? Everybody recognizes the shape of Texas. Of course, and I, it's very unique. But yeah. like, do people feel that way about their other state shapes? Like, even the ones that are like Nevada. Like, is it? Like, I don't know. I mean, are... honestly, I I don't think I think like Texas is one of those states where like. People actually like like the shape of it. They're like, this is aesthetically <laughs> yeah, it's pleasing. A pretty like, shape. I'm gonna put it on everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like no one. Okay, so Texans are the only ones getting tattoos of a of, of a Texas. State. Yes. Well, no. I mean, I've seen other people get you know state tattoos. I usually have to ask. I'm like, which one? California is California's that? California's <laughs> oh, that's one. sad. Yeah. Which state is that? On is that your, Rhode Island? Is that Rhode Island on your neck? <laughs> pretty much like. <sighs> I know, like, some the states, and this is horrible, you know, I'm terrible at, like, U.S. geography, but, Me like, too. there's, like, northern states that I recognize, and there's southern states I recognize, and then it's, like, the middle, and it's, like, yeah, it's it's part of the country, but I, uh, I don't know. Aren't those known the as, like, the, the flyover states? Isn't that what they're called? What does that mean? You fly over them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fly over them to get to the other I state. I thought there was like another definition to that. It's no. literally fly yeah, over. It, it was pretty literal. I mean, like, I don't fly. You're in a plane. You get it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, so with you guys, I uh, I wanted to try something new. I thought we'd play a little game here. Since okay, we like are, games. Is it five-second like, rules? Since it's three of us, it'd be fun. Okay. So preface, I got all of these or the majority of these off of Reddit, which no one should look for. Would you rather on Reddit? Because it's mostly X-rated and just horrible. So I had to, I had to pick out some that were just kind of funny and not, you know, wildly inappropriate. Okay. You guys are whispering secret things. She says no. She says I've never. I've never been on Reddit. Oh yeah. So Reddit is. Mm, how to describe it it's kind of like the dark web but for everyone <laughs> it's like a it's like a very well uh curated forum on crack maybe yeah i mean it's sometimes it's good to to get information about other things on the internet but it's just like completely saturated like anybody you know and their mom can comment on stuff and so there's a definite mix of like this is helpful and like 90% of this is not helpful or you know useful at all but sometimes there's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a relic at this point like that's what the internet used to be was like forums and and things like before social media took over that was kind of what the internet looked like I gotcha okay yeah let's do it super nerdy with it now anyways (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so first question, Gerald. Given the opportunity, would you rather travel back 10 years in time to have a one-hour conversation with yourself or 10 years in the future to have a one-hour conversation with yourself? Oh, man. That's a great question. I thought these were going to be easy. So, like, would you rather be, like, okay, like, well, I don't want Biff, to, I like, don't, back to the future? I think this is my question. Thank I'm you. I'm just, okay, all right. Um, Hashtag asshole. Oh, well, there have been reviews. So, well, I don't I don't want to go back in time and change something, because I think, like, those, re- those decisions have led to where I am now. So, but then I'm like, what the hell would I say to myself in the future that would be beneficial to... I think I'm, I would rather go to the future. Well, shit. Future. Yes. Future. I'd rather go to the future. Future. Okay. I don't, I don't want to look back. All right. Elena, you can answer this one, too, if you want to. Uh, I'd go in the past. I'd go The tenure. past? Why? Why? You didn't ask him why. Why are you asking me why? I gave why? my explanation. Because um, he explained it. You're just like, well, past. Uh, because I, I think <laughs> Maybe ten, I'll get a new husband. Years, that's yeah, nice yeah, that's what I'll do. Ten years? Yeah. Get a new husband. For sure. <laughs> No, I think, um, I mean, yes, a lot of the decisions that I have made have led me here, but um, 10 years ago is almost like when I was um, 30, 
and my mom had just passed. So yeah, it's a good time for me to be, to have told myself something that I needed to Mm. hear. Yeah, for sure. That's it. All right. Good answers. Both of you. All right. Elena, your question. Would you rather have five eight hour work days or four 10 hour work days? Oh my God. I'd rather have zero work days, but, um, (laughs) right now you probably have, you know, seven, 12 hour work days, but, um, five, five, like a, like a regular, like, like right now how my life is. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't add anymore. Okay. (laughs) Gerald, what about you? Um, I'd rather do the four work days and I'd rather have Monday off. Yo, Monday off is the best thing ever. Seriously. Yeah. I'd rather do Tuesday through Friday, 10 hours a day and done. We actually did that at work uh, last summer. Like we had work. Our boss let us do that and like switch it up so we could say which Fridays we wanted off or Mondays. Nice. It was cool. So that's the best. Good question. All right. Next question for Gerald. Would you rather eat nothing but hot dogs for the rest of your life or have to wear a hot dog costume anytime you go in public for the rest of your life? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's both both of those things are horrible. Um, I'd probably rather do the costume because at least I get to eat everything else. Yeah, costume. Yeah. There was no there was no winner in that answer. <laughs> that's a that's a lose lose situation. <laughs> Elena, what about you? I'd rather eat hot dogs. Gross. <laughs> From Wiener you could, Schnitzel. So I like you, Wiener you Schnitzel would, hot okay, dogs. Okay, think about the ramifications of this decision. You have to have hot dogs for breakfast every Dude, day forever. Wiener con huevo, I'm good. No, We're just good. hot dogs. Okay. Take out the wiener, I'll eat the fucking bun. Like it's good. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. Oh my God. This is I like my how answer. confident you are in this decision. We're having a discussion about your answer. Um, <laughs> I, I stand by the decision of eating hot dogs. All right. All right. Next question for Elena first. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson or talk like him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He would kill me. Uh, so I, I'd rather talk like him. I probably already do. <laughs> um, I would rather um, I'd rather fight him because I'm pretty sure I could find out how to lose real quick. <laughs> okay. I do not want to sound like that for the rest of my life. Would you rather um, live in a world where all presidential debates were conducted via battle rap or ultimate fighting? Oh, well, good with one. the current administration, I think. <laughs> Um, I don't know, because some of these candidates are very old. I'm going to go with Battle Rap. Yeah, that'd be fun. Wouldn't that be, like, super entertaining? Yes. Absolutely. I think Bernie Sanders would just die. And honestly, like, the way things are going, it's not really a far stretch of the imagination that this Right. No. Seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. Good one. All right. uh, Last one. Would you rather sit in a bathtub full of snakes... Or wake up to All Star by Smash Mouth for six months straight. <laughs> what kind of snakes? Uh, they're non-venomous. How, how, how long? long? <laughs> um, for two hours. Snakes. Um, yeah, I'd have to say snakes. It's not a. Big I had deal. a pet snake. They're they're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say snakes too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good choice. I, yeah, I would for sure snakes. Now, if it were spiders, oh, I would have no. to change. Oh no! No no if no! If it no. was a, a bathtub full of tarantulas, oh my god! It. Don't even say that! Don't even say that! <laughs> I got one for Elena, real quick. Would you rather do? Okay. Would you rather put a tarantula, oh Elena, on the po- top on the on the top of your I hand? I can't even. I can't talk about it for I ten can't. seconds or listen to Sugar Ray every morning. I fucking hate Sugar Ray. <laughs> I fucking hate Sugar Ray. Oh my god. So are you gonna do the spider for ten seconds? I can't do the spider. So I'll, Sugar I'll, Ray I'll every shit morning. Myself. Sugar Ray. It would be Sugar Ray for life. That's fine. Oh my god. I can't. Wow. I can't. I can't deal See, with no, this spider. I would, as much as I. Like in like 
cringing at the thought of the spider. I for life? No, I can't do sugar ray for I would, life. I would pass out from a spider. Like for real. I would pass out from sugar ray for life. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So um that that was pretty fun. You you guys did great. That was fun. Thank um, you. <laughs> so just to kind of end things i always like to talk about food with my guests on this program because everyone loves food i can go for a really big bowl of caldo right now you know mm, like just like yeah. good chicken soup or or for beef soup. yeah with chingos <laughs> a limon and like mm, i can live off of that for now but then like gerald just did his taco chair and brought like a shit ton of brisket and mm. so we're tearing into that right now so i don't know i love food (laughs) (laughs) i love um i am going to talk about tacos but my favorite breakfast taco is um chorizo egg bacon and potato that's my Mm. favorite combo um i love barbacoa and um yeah those two those two are my go-to breakfast tacos uh i also love a good asada pastor but i also like um what have I been eating? I mean, brisket. Yeah, we're just talking about all kinds of food at this point. Uh, the other day, I was craving uh, like the mini tacos that you have like at a restaurant. Yeah, They're yeah, just yeah. mini tacos on a on a menu, but like with chingos de limon and cilantro and cebolla, and it's like <gasps> so good. Anyway, all right. Oh, wait. Okay. So here's the real question: corn or flour tortilla? Depends. What do you like? Depends. Uh, it depends. Corn from not in the states, probably. And flour. It it depends. Depends on what the kind of taco or the establishment. Yeah. The no 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 the the taco like if it's like I think if it's like a machacado with egg then for me it's corn, but if it's like oh. um, bean and cheese it's on flour. So it just depends on what the the contents are. Okay. But like I like I like I like barbacoa on both on either corn or flour. So it just depends on. Huh. On either one, but I think for like a pastor or a, a you know a street taco, then for sure corn. Like, there's no debate yeah. on that. Indigenous corn, yes. Mm, How about that? It's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good Man, stuff. Like getting getting elotes in Mexico City is the best because they have the corn with like the big kernels and they're kind of chewy and they just have a completely different yeah. flavor than like the sweet corn that we can get in the states. Oh, it's so good. It's good. Uh, Okay, we'll go there. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, I need to to get you guys to go to Mexico City. Let's you go. Love it. Oh, I was tell uh, Wedo. I was telling uh, or I didn't tell Elena that I, I found out. You'll have a trip planned. Wedo, no. Oh. Um, maybe <laughs> surprises tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Wedo does the hostel thing. Oh, the, oh no. Mm-mm. He stays at hostels. Elena what's, can't. what's wrong with a hostel? Like, yeah, let's no, 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 this. no. Let's, let's, I mean, that's that, that's a that's what a single guy does. Like, I think that's cool. Okay, but that's not admirable true because not true. every single hostel that I've been in all over the world, there's lots of single women traveling by themselves. And that's I was what very I'm surprised saying. by this in the that, beginning, but now it's just like a, it's a normal. That's thing. that's like sing. I don't mean single. Like like yeah, it's you. Right? Like, were you alone on these trips? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's you, it's by yourself. Then, yeah, I understand that. Because my sister did that too when she went to Europe and I don't know where, but she was but staying I've in done hostels. It, like, traveling with friends too. Yeah. I uh, know. I, I don't want to. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, can you what, tell what us? What is it about the hostel that. I turn off? Just, it's the movie hostel, probably. Is it scary? I, Do you it's think it's just scary? questionable. What's questionable? Okay. I'm just, it's just questionable. I feel like more people are murdered in hotels than they are in hostels, though. Well, show me the facts and the statistics. I look then, for the facts, well, I mean, I'm, like an Airbnb pr- is fine, but sure. I won't stay at a hostel. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> I'm sure it's like super cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're super, as long as, and this is the thing, as long as you don't care about like, and you can get private rooms, or they're still cheaper than hotels. But like, I always stay in like you know, the dorms with like 15 other people. Cause it's like the cheapest. Where's option. your bathroom? And that does not bother me. Is at it all. a communal bathroom? Um, it depends. Cause okay. So I've been in some gnarly hostels. Oh, uh, yes. see, no. And, and I've been I mean... in some really like the one in Tulum was beautiful. So I'm sharing a room with, um, I think seven other people, but like you go downstairs and there's like, 
six or seven bathrooms, but they're like individual, you know, it's like you have a shower and a toilet and it's its own room. You know, you're not like doing communal showers, <laughs> but I have done hostels that are like that in there. No, I'm not as much of a fan of, nope. of those. Nope. <laughs> like straight up like locker room showers. I mean, there's like curtain, like you have curtains in between, but it's like, you know, it's definitely like a row of, okay. you know, Shadows. No, kind of like school. You wouldn't yeah, even like, like that room, either. Like, it's I, not the, I don't say why you're saying just me. It's you wouldn't not like the, that because it's hilarious how you get about these things. But <laughs> he's he's I'm the same way. But those are like those are like bottom of the barrel hostels that are like that. Most of them, especially now, you can find nice ones that that are not that bad. You see, Elena? No. You see, these are high quality hostels. <laughs> Five star. I mean, honestly, like even and so I, you know, I posted a couple of pictures from the hostel that I stayed at in Tulum. And um, and the chef that that I was uh, working with down there, he was like, "That hostel looks really nice." He was like, "Where is that?" Like, <laughs> I know I need to recommend it to people when they come here. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, totally. It's awesome." <laughs> I'm picturing one. I'm picturing the shower with like the pole in the middle, and all the shower heads are facing around in a circle. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. no, so you're, see, you're like staring have, at your at the my guy. My standards are very low, Gerald, but they do exist. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd have to draw the line there for sure. <laughs> Stop staring at me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, no, that's just too awkward. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, it's okay. Thank you. Just wanted to share that with Elena. <laughs> but, and it's not just young people either, you know, I not never... to say that y'all are not young, but um, I'm, well... I've seen people of all ages traveling. I've seen, there's been some people I was like, I don't even know. You shouldn't be leaving the house right now. You seem really old and frail. <laughs> like, I don't know how you're out here backpacking. But, I think you know, like, more power to you. Well, I think traveling, we're, we're not really big travelers. Um, and I already get kind of antsy about being in a different environment or in a different country. And it's like, mm. no, I can't. I need, you know, a little bit of security just to, yeah. just to function. I don't know. What, what I like about hostels, besides like how cheap they are, is that... Um, Usually, um, everyone who's staying there, you know, they're all obviously in in hotels and stuff, people are traveling too, but they're usually very internationally minded people and that are traveling with you. Um, and then the people who work there are usually like international students and, but they know like so much stuff to do. Like I always just ask like, Hey, how do you like, how do the buses work here? Like, how do I get to this part of town? And like, they're just super, super knowledgeable about all those things because they deal with travelers nonstop. Right. Right. Um, so for me, it's like a good like source of information and like you can meet cool people there and hear fun stories. Having breakfast with like all the people is usually fun in the morning. They have a big breakfast room. I don't know. I like it. See, it sounds like yeah, a I like blast room service. Like room service. We don't even, we don't do room service. And I like my bed being made. Oh my gosh. I sound, oh re- I sound really spoiled. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. This is the real Listeners, Elena. Everyone. No, no, it's all, it's fake news. It's a real Elena. You fake news it. podcast. No. Um, I, like I said, we're not, we're not really like experienced travelers, but I, that would, that's a level of comfort that I don't have. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like meeting people was cool. I mean, that's how we were in Oaxaca. Like we had a big group of people and having like communal breakfast type of thing. Like that was cool. Yeah. But we didn't share. I wasn't in a room with seven people. It was just you and me. And I got there's it. There's a sense of privacy that I really, really appreciate. And so, yeah, that's fair. You know, but no, we don't get room service. He doesn't let me get room service. <laughs> room service is a ripoff. It is. It is. <laughs> well, let me just say, Motel Six doesn't even have room service. So. <laughs> or lucky. See, and I, I won't stay in motels. <laughs> motels? It, is it a Bates thing? Like motels for me are like far below hostels. Ooh. Dun, well, dun, dun. Do we stay at ho- motels? We stay no, at hotels. We, we stay at hotels. Yeah. For me, like motels, like you only rent a motel like if you're doing something shady. Like that's just like my <laughs> perception of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Maybe it's just motels that I see. I'm like, mm, these no, look I mean, it's kind of weird. Yeah, no, they look a little sketchy. I get you. I got you. Yeah, we only do high class hotels. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 
it's got to be like five trip, stars. Uh, uh, Where is the bell guy? Where's the one that you book online that you don't you don't know what hotel you're booking, but you enter like okay, I'll I'll have I'll take like a four star in this area of San Antonio, and they like give you they don't you don't know the hotel you're booking until you pay for it, and it's like oh, okay, oh, you're I staying hate, no, see, I hate you're that. staying at the Hyatt. That on, sounds scary. No, it's perfect because you get like you get like the Westin downtown San Antonio for like super cheap on. I, I don't that's know, what I've used. And I, I don't like know it. what you're talking about, but okay. I'll check it out. I use that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I've stayed with my old job. We, we got to stay in nice hotels sometimes. Um, and I was like, man, this was a hostel. Hostels are more fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what you had said, uh, when I was, when I was with you, um, we watched the, uh, fire festival documentary yes. on Netflix premiere night and you had said that 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 looked like the perfect situation for you guys i like thrive in chaos and it's not something that i look for but in those types of situations like i've just discovered that i like react really well to those kind of things and so i remember when like the whole fire festival thing happened and everyone's like oh it's a disaster and i'm like yo this whole thing of like you have to like fight people to get your tent and like scavenge for food i was like i would have killed it i would have had the best vacation ever that's funny keep your villas give me a hunger game situation (laughs) would have rooted for you (laughs) i would have won i would have won i don't know what the prize is but i would have won just life Life yeah yeah that's a good good price i'll take it Awesome. Well, if uh, if people want to keep up with you guys and uh, see more about your brands and follow you, where can they do that? Uh, they can follow me at Taco Gear on Instagram and Facebook, and our website is tacogear.com. Uh, at, at So Bonita on Instagram or Facebook, and sobonita.com is my website. But more importantly, they should check out our podcast. <laughs> Which is at, at Sotaco on Instagram, and you'll find you can actually just search Sotaco in any place you f- uh, listen to your podcast. And that's Sotaco S E W. S E W, correct. Yes. S E W. And the same with So Bonita S E W. I won't spell Bonita because if you can't spell Bonita, then you just need to figure it out yourself. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, well it's, it's, uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Elena, Gerald, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having thank us, man. Thank you so this much a lot for of the invite. All right. Well, we will see you guys on the interwebs. Enjoy your, enjoy your week and enjoy your tacos. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye